three, two, one. You ready? Listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Gentlemen, theys and gays, this is the real pineapple. Sorry, real quick. Idris Elba versus the lion. Woo! This is the real pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. I hope you're all having a great day, evening, whenever you're listening to this. I've got a review for the latest Idris Elba film uh, in Beast, which Idris Elba vs. Lion, let's fucking go. Um, this is written by Ryan uh, uh, Eggle, who has a fascinating screenwriting uh, uh, filmography. So he did Nonstop with Liam Neeson, which if you have not seen Nonstop, Nonstop fucking rules. You need to watch Nonstop. Nonstop is great. And he did The Commuter with Liam Neeson four years later. Pretty good. I like The Commuter. Not great, but it's pretty good. And then he did Rampage with uh, with Dwayne Johnson, which is fucking garbage. No, Rampage fucking sucks. And then uh, and then he did uh, Breaking In with uh, Gabrielle Union, which I haven't seen, but I've heard is not great. And then that takes us. Oh, he's got a movie called Cowboy Ninja Viking coming out this year, which. I'm weirdly intrigued. Oh, it's got Chris Pratt. Okay, it could suck. Um, but, but that's coming out this year. And then we got Beast. And so Beast stars, of course, Idris Elba, that handsome son of a bitch. You, of course, know him from Beasts of the Southern Wild, uh, The Suicide Squad, The Harder They Fall, Thor Ragnarok, Concrete Cowboy, which fucking rules. He, of course, voices Knuckles now in the Sonic franchise. Each of Elba fucking rules. And Shartala uh, uh, Copley, who's one, uh, of course, stars in one of the greatest sci-fi films ever made in District 9. If for some reason you have not seen District 9, you need to watch District 9 because Dif- District 9 is fucking transcendent. Uh, he's also in the A-Team, too, which the A-Team deserves more love. Like, the A-Team, the A-team fucking rules, and I wish more people had seen it so we would have gotten a sequel. But uh, Idris Elba's character, uh, Dr. Nate Daniels, he goes ahead and takes his daughter, uh, daughters, pardon me, played by uh, Alana Haley, who plays Meredith, who's the older one, and then uh, Nora, who's played by uh, Leah Jeffries. They go ahead and go uh, to South Africa, where he spent uh, quite a bit of his life and met his wife, who unfortunately has died from cancer. And the thing about these movies, and I kind of just want to get this out of the way, this movies like this typically front load quite a bit as far as the characters you get all the character development very early on so that you know we can go ahead and get to the you know to the action to the you know to the main event as it were and what i do like about this is that there is a sense of not just uh, not just despair and not not just guilt but the way that uh, idris elba plays nate in this film from losing his wife the true tragedy for him is that he's a doctor he even makes this comment i'm paraphrasing uh, slightly when he talks to a charter copley's uh, martin he flat out says that you know i'm a doctor i should have recognized uh death's knock and i went ahead and left let death in you know and it killed my wife and i just went 
goddamn. Like, it's Elba, like, Idris Elba, you could give him a broom to talk to and have a conversation, and he'd be able to make it fucking work. Like, Idris Elba is one, like, he's so, <laughs> I think you'll know what I mean. He's kind of like Brad Pitt in that way, where he's so handsome, I think we forget that the motherfucker actually, you know, acts and shit. <laughs> like, Elba's an incredible actor, and he really brings it here in a way that it felt like the film was kind of going for its own version of something like uh, Crawl or uh, The Edge with uh, Anthony Hopkins and uh, Alec Baldwin. It, it's very much in that in that vein. And while I won't say it's as good as uh, The Edge, I haven't seen The Edge in years. I actually should rewatch that. Um, this would make a great double feature with Crawl because... We all know what we're here for. We're here for the lion. And oh my God, when that lion shows up, it is no holds barred. It is unapologetic in how much that lion is like, I'm going to fuck all your worlds up. And I would say, don't watch the trailer if you can avoid it. Just know that it's a fucking lion against you yourself. That's all you need to know. You don't, No more, no less. Just know that that is what you're going to get. And there are a few things about this movie that I could nitpick if I really wanted to be picky. But to be honest, I th- actually, let me, let me backtrack slightly. I mentioned The Crawl. I mentioned The Edge. This reminded me a lot of The Grey, too. And, and I think where a lot of people kind of get got disappointed with The Grey is that they wanted more of Liam Neeson. We were kind of sold Idris, not, not Idris, but we were sold Liam Neeson versus Wolves. And you kind of get that, but not really. It's more of a psychological, you know, really in a way it's like a, a coping uh, a coping film for, for Liam Neeson after unfortunately losing his wife uh, in real life. Like, it felt like a Liam Neeson odyssey in that way. And this movie is way less that, even though there are hints, hints of that. And I think the hints that it does kind of drop without getting too spoilery are are very well done in that in, in that sense but this really is about Idris Elba versus a fucking lion and I will say this lion when you find out very much why it's pissed off I went yeah no that that, that totally makes sense because he, he, he here's a little lesson kids uh, for uh, if you're a kid I pray you're not listening to this but if <laughs> but if you are shh, but <laughs> But the thing about this movie is that it brings up a very, very good lesson. Don't be a poacher. Don't fuck with lions. Don't fuck with wildlife. Wildlife's not doing anything to you. And it, it's really fascinating to me how these poachers are like, oh my God, how can this lion be pissed? It's like, yeah, because you're killing all the lions, fellow lions, you assholes. And the way that ties into the plot was something I was actually very uh, pleasantly surprised by. Because it's not just a lion out there. They do have to worry about these asshole poachers who are like, oh, the lion's out there? Oh, cool. We should kill it and sell it for parts, which is so fucked up when you say it out loud. By the way, hunting is not a sport. I know I'm going to piss some people off by saying that, but hunting's not a sport. How can there? How can a sport exist, exist if both sides don't know they're playing? So, <laughs> so if you think hunting's a sport, sorry, you're wrong. But... I love the way that the lion interacts uh, with the environment here. Uh, the director of this movie, who I have to give a ton uh, of credit to, um, and I'm going to butcher your name, sir. I'm sorry. Uh, Balthazar uh, uh, 
Kumakor, who has directed a few things I heard of. Um, I, uh, I've seen The Oath, which I actually really liked. Uh, that was in uh, 2016. Uh, he did Two Guns as well with uh, Denzel and uh, and, uh, and Mr. Boston, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Two Guns is a lot of fun. Uh, Everest, uh, he did Everest as well. And Everest, I really enjoyed with uh, Brolin, uh, Robin Wright, Jason Clark, Emma Watson, to name a few people. Uh, guy's a hell of a director. And what I like about this is that everything feels close and it feels condensed when the lion is out there hunting but when you but you get these amazing shots of south africa that are genuinely breathtaking uh neil or neil uh, nate's younger daughter nora is big into photography and so we get these incredible shots of africa uh, of south africa through uh old school like old school camera shots like uh, through an old school lens and just being a somewhat of a photography nerd that was something i went i fucking love that you're doing this and it really does lend itself to some incredible breathtaking shots uh the big complaint and again i I do have to ding the movie slightly for this there is this point where things are pretty dire they're they're in this they're in this car and that line is you know kind of just circling like all right fuckers step out of line i i want to say i no, 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 it's Meredith. It's Meredith, it's Meredith who does this, the older daughter. He starts, like, honking the horn. Like, Dad, Dad, where are you? And I'm like, bitch, stop honking this fucking horn and getting this lion's attention. Like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Like, And there's just a couple moments like that with her where I went, you need to stop being dumb. I understand that, you know, this is a highly emotional situation and that things are looking pretty rough, but you cannot be that dumb. But... At the same time, though, it's it's less dumb to me than Clone Girl in Jurassic World, which I've seen a lot of people giving that shit a pass for. Fuck off, by the way. But but with this, I was enjoying the movie so much that it took me out of the film for like half a second. It wasn't enough to really like hinder my enjoyment. But those things are definitely there. Um, outside of that, really. Uh, whenever that line shows up, it's it's weirdly paced. Like I kept thinking Cloverfield the more I watch this movie because they show you the lion just in little bits and pieces at first, just to get your appetite wet, just to kind of make you go like, oh shit, that line's crazy. But when the lion does show up in its amazing glory, that line just starts ripping. You, you remember that scene in Rogue One where Darth Vader <laughs> just goes through and is just wrecking shop. That's what the that's how the line felt anytime the line was on screen. It fucking ruled. There's a point where this line kills maybe 18 villagers, and you just see this trail of blood and bodies ripped up, and you know, I'm sure a lot of cocoa butter in the air, and this and this lion just ripping through all these South Africans, and you're like, God damn, this lion doesn't give a fuck. And it's pretty fucking amazing, to to be honest. And Look, I, I, I've talked about this on the show as well, but I think the lion, I think the CGI on the lion, I think the lion looked really fucking cool, actually. I, I understand that some people go, oh, God, it doesn't look realistic and blah, 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 and all that dumb shit. 
as I have said a hundred times, thank Peter for that shit. All right, you can't have actually you can't have Idris punch an actual lion. His name's Idris Elba, not Idris Vic. And so, <laughs> so just so cut cut the brother some slack. But it's one of those things where when the lion does show up, it feels like a big deal. And the and the movie knows how to work that score and just keep you on edge and keep you on the edge of your seat and kind of make you go, oh man, that lion could be fucking anywhere. There is a scene and uh, where Martin interacts with the lion, uh, with uh, lions, uh, pardon me, before the lions start getting killed. And that scene works so well because it's such a nice precursor of these lions are pissed off because they're being picked off. And they and now they're starting to see not just, you know, even though you've been cool, they're seeing all humans as a threat to them. It's a really fascinating little tweak that you see early on. Uh, from the uh, uh, from the animal side that I think adds more tension to the film that I really enjoyed. Um, outside of really the the couple dumb things I mentioned that the that the daughter does, I think that I think uh, uh, Alana Haley and Leah Jeffries really do hold their own here. They're hurting. They they lost their mom, and, and you really do feel how they're just they're frustrated because they felt like Nate. You know, and their mom were going to get back together, and, he, and and it didn't happen. And there's a point where they kind of hash that out, and I just wanted to give them give them both a hug. I was like, "Damn, I, I like I get why you're angry." And there's this great scene early on where Nate and Martin are drinking together, you know, and he just kind of bears his soul, like, "God damn it!" Like I I want to be there for my kids, and I just you know, like we're I'm trying to you know reset with them. And I don't feel like they're letting me. And it's it's a very vulnerable moment. And Idris Elba's Nate has a couple moments like that where you go, God damn, this guy just he just makes his shit work. Um, I, I know I mentioned those a uh, couple complaints, but really outside of that, I just I dug the hell out of this. I had so much fun with this movie. I paid full price for this and Again, I know some people might go, oh, I wanted more of this or I wanted more character development or whatever, you know, fill in the blank. But I had I, I had a blast with this. I was laughing. I was cheering. Uh, there was one jump scare. I will simply say it happens at night. And that's that's the only hint I'll give you. But it ha- uh, but there is this one jump scare that legit made me almost spill my beer. I was like, oh, you sons of bitch. Like it, it got me good. So I, I have to give I have to give him credit for that. But I thought the cinematography on this was great. I thought the score was subtle when it needed to be and very intense when it wanted to ramp up the tension. I thought that lion kicked all sorts of ass. And I just I, I'm very I, oh, my gosh. I yeah, I love the lion. Idris Elba does an incredible job, and everyone here works very well in tandem for the main four actors that we have. This movie is uh, just over 90 minutes. It's like 93 minutes, so it doesn't overstay its welcome. It's well-paced. Once the line is in the picture, it, it's kind of like, it's like, oh, man, that line could pop out at any point. So it does a really good job of keeping you on your toes in that way, but... I just I had so much fun with this movie. I I will be buying this on 4K. This will be one of those those things I get really high, turn on uh turn on my LED light and go, all right, let's let's see some fucking lions. <laughs> like I, I'm I, I really dig this movie. So I'm gonna give this hmm, what do I wanna give this? I'm gonna give this a solid B plus. I, I dug this. I had so much fun 
with Aegis Elba versus Lion. That's that's the name of the movie. It's not Beast. Uh, Aegis Elba versus Lion. That's what I'm calling it. But absolute an absolute blast. I think at worst you'll have fun with this, if not really dig the movie. But I really dug it. I really do look forward to watching this again. And yeah, if you if you just want to go to a theater and have a good time, I would definitely. This is a perfect movie. If you're if you're not com- comfortable going out to the theater, because I understand that everyone is at that point. But once this does hit digital, this will be something I'll I'll have a host uh, like a viewing party for. I'll be like, all right, you know, let's have 10 people over. Let's get a 24 pack of beer. Let's get some tequila and let's just fucking cheer Idris Elba versus Lion. Like this is a perfect movie to watch for friends. But yeah, solid B plus for me. But Everyone, Beast, have you seen it? What did you think of it? Let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow, uh, like both our pages on Facebook at The Real Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and rate us, please. Uh, you can find us most places you listen to podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, Tune Up. And Samsung Podcast at The Real Pineapple. You can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. And you can follow me on TikTok at Black Shazam 775. And you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. I should be hopping on Twitch here in the next, uh, in September at the latest October. <laughs> I will be, I will be getting on Twitch soon. I'm trying to figure out how I want to make it work, but I will be hopping on there. But Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, Speaking of October, we're going to have a Halloween series coming up. So I'm going to review the first Halloween. I'm going to re-review the 2018 Halloween, uh, Halloween uh, Halloween Kills, which I have not watched yet. I've heard mixed things uh, leading up to the review of Hollywood in uh, Halloween ends, which I mean, will it really end? I doubt it, but we'll we'll see. But we'll have reviews up for the uh, for some of the Halloween films as well as Casper. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, not Nightmare for Christmas. I'm saving that for Christmas. So so that's I, I can already hear someone going what that that's why. But uh, review for Casper and uh, some other Halloween stuff. But everyone, thank you so so much for listening. Uh, stay safe out there. The world's the world's nuts right now. So please stay safe. Wear your mask, get your booster shot if you haven't gotten it. Tell someone you love them. And uh, yeah, stay safe out there. We will talk to you soon.